Welcome to the Business of Influence podcast. I'm your host, Karen White. If you're a creator or a community maker looking to expand your influence, increase revenue, profit, and productivity, you're in the right place. Join me every Tuesday to learn strategies to elevate your career as a professional influencer. Thanks for joining me on today's episode. Now let's get started. It's our final episode for 2023. December can be a time of year when you're working extra hard on your side hustle. You might have extra bursts of creativity or knuckling down into planning for the new year. With that in mind, this episode is for the influencers and content creators who have asked me this year about how to start a podcast. This episode is not going to go through the technical side in detail, but I'm going to give you some excellent resources for that. Rather, we're going to look at the elements you need to consider from timing, planning, cover art design, naming your podcast, managing your assets, budgeting, and all those other details. I think the biggest underestimation made when starting a podcast is the amount of time you need to allocate in the runway prior to launching your podcast as well as the weekly production efforts you need to invest to record your podcast and repurpose that podcast content. Today's episode, we're going to talk about these elements as well. Now, you'll hear me mention resources from Bambi Media throughout today's episode. I've spoken about Bambi Media many times before because I am a genuine advocate of their experience in this space. Plus, they are my production team and I am a raving fan of the work they do. So I know firsthand that using their free and some of their paid resources, as I have and I do, will set you up for success. Let's start today's discussion about pre-launch. So the work that you need to do before you actually even get that first episode of your podcast to air. You're going to need to conceptualize your podcast. That means think about what your podcast is going to be about. Who is your audience and what do you want to get out of your podcast? You might be looking to share expertise or a passion. You might be looking at building or enhancing your influence. Perhaps you're looking to connect with a community You're using it for business marketing and growth. You might be using it for educational purposes or entertainment or networking or a combination of those different elements. So first of all, you need to think about what is your podcast going to be about? You also need to think about who your audience is going to be. It's really important that at the very beginning of starting to plan your podcast, you're thinking about those elements. There's lots of different reasons that you might choose to do a podcast, and I haven't named them all just then. So think about 
the reason for your podcast, and then who your audience is going to be, because that is the first step in this planning process. Next, I would suggest you consult with an expert. Book a briefing call with a producer or contact an expert. For me, this was a second step I took in my planning phase, and I did this really early on. In fact, many, many months before I started genuinely getting to the planning of my podcast. It provided me with really valuable information on the whole process and helped me consider elements that I really hadn't thought about before and I could then incorporate into my own planning. You're going to need to think about whether you're going to do a video podcast or an audio only podcast. When thinking about this, consider what resources you have in terms of time and budget, as well as your level of experience. As I was quite new to the podcasting space, I elected to launch my podcast with audio only so I could build my experience and confidence in this space. And I have plans to move into video in my second year of the show. Video takes extra time and effort and sort of pre and post production requirements. So think about how you're going to launch your podcast. Is it video or audio? Another important consideration is, are you going to have a producer or are you going to produce, that is edit your content yourself? It was really important to me that I allocated a budget for a professional production team. As immediately it set this podcast up for success. If there's one thing I recommend you find budget for, it's this. No one wants to listen to a poorly edited show with low quality sound. Your production team can also help publish and distribute your podcast, produce transcripts, show notes, video editing and lots more. And at the risk of sounding like this episode is one giant spawn con for Bambi Media, it's not. Remember, I'm a genuine fan. They have also just launched an affordable DIY podcaster course. And I was blown away by the inclusions of this course because the team there steps you through everything you will need to set you up to produce high quality professional podcasts on your own. So if you're not going down the professional producer route, this is a really great alternative because they'll share all of their experience and tips and I guess software and hardware that you need. So I'm going to link that course in the show notes if that is something that is of interest to you. You're also going to need to think about podcast distribution. If you are not using a producer, you're going to need to look at the different podcast distribution platforms or hosting services to get your podcast online with the major platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Part of that hosting service means that you will need to submit your podcast to directories and that will feed your or publish your podcast out to those things like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so on. There is a time frame that requires you to have approval by the platform. So most platforms will review your submission to make sure that it meets their guidelines. Once 
the podcast has been approved, it's then listed in the directories. It's important to note this because you'll need to factor this into your launch timing because this approval could take hours or it could take days or if something goes wrong, it could take longer. So don't expect to uh, record your podcast, get it online and publish all in the same day. You need to factor this timing in. Now, let's talk about naming your podcast. What is your podcast going to be called? Is the name SEO friendly? Is it unique? Is it catchy and memorable? Does it describe the conversations that you're going to be having in your podcast? Have you thought about whether the use of the name might infringe on any other trademarks? Do you want to create a website or social media channels, especially for the podcast? And if so, are these available? Just like naming a business or a brand, you need to think about these elements when thinking about the name for your podcast. And you can continue that excitement and flow through to creating your podcast cover art. First impressions count. It's just not the sound of your podcast, but that cover art. Your podcast cover art is often the first thing potential listeners can see. So it's an important factor in attracting their attention and sparking interest. And a well-designed podcast cover can also convey your brand's identity and message so it'll make it memorable and recognizable among your audience. Think about whether you'll need to outsource the design of your cover art. And if so, you're going to need to factor this in to your timing and budget. Now, the next one is the big one. It's tough. Episode planning. It sounds easy, but in this launch, pre-launch phase, this runway period, You're going to need to think about 20 to 30 episode titles. It sounds easy, but once you sit down and start planning that out, it's a little bit more difficult. Back in episode 11, Podcasting for Influencers, we talk about Podfade. And this is when a creator has an idea for a podcast And they have around five to seven episodes ready because they're really excited about launching the podcast. Then nothing. The time and effort investment is starting to become understood. And if your episodes aren't mapped out, it's really difficult to stay on top of a production schedule. Now, in this planning phase, it doesn't mean that you need to have 20 to 30 episodes storyboarded and recorded, but you need to have solid ideas for what your first batch of episodes are going to cover. So you can be constantly in different stages of production to keep momentum on your show. Once you've got those ideas, you know, on post-it notes or on your iPad or an Excel spreadsheet, start putting them into a production schedule. The production schedule should include something like the title or working title of the podcast episode, whether it's a host episode or you've got a guest there, the date you plan to record it, the release date, plus other information that's useful for that episode. Bambi Media have a great freebie for a production schedule and I'll link that in the show notes. 
Next up, let's talk about the equipment you're going to need. Of course, you're going to need the right equipment to record your podcast. The equipment you need will vary depending on whether you're recording video or audio only. The right equipment doesn't need to be expensive, but it does need to be suitable to produce good quality video if you're using it and sound. You'll need a good mic, headphones and a camera. As a guide, my mic and headphone setup was around $1,500. So that was my entry point. And as I mentioned earlier, I outsource my editing of the podcast. So I don't need any additional equipment. I'll link a resource list in the show notes to explore that recording equipment for you further. Now, here's a big one. The recording location. Do you have a suitable location at home, work or elsewhere to record your podcast? It needs to be a quiet and controlled space. So a quiet room to minimize background noise. It could be a bedroom, a closet or any small enclosed space. You want to make sure it's away from lots of external noise like traffic or construction or music or TVs. Ideally, it's got some sound dampening in the room. So things like soft materials, rooms with carpets, curtains and upholstered furniture. A room that has minimal echo. Those big empty rooms produce echo. Recording in a smaller room is going to help minimise this. Have you got stable and comfortable seating? If you've got a longer recording session, you need to be comfortable. Are you able to properly position your microphone? And if you're recording video, have you got controlled lighting? Soft natural light is best or you can use softbox lights to help you avoid shadows. And of course, you need to be able to work in a space where you're not going to be interrupted. So ideally a space, a room with a door that you can put up a note to say, do not interrupt or let people around you know that you're recording a podcast. So keep that sound down. If you can't set up at home or work, look for co-working spaces or podcast studios that are often available to rent by the half hour, half or full day. So that's a nice option for you if you don't have a suitable space at home or work. There's two more things I want to talk about in this pre-launch, this planning stage. I'm going to talk about the budget now. No one likes to talk about money but you need to think about the financial investment that your podcast is going to require. Put together a budget for the first 12 months that includes all of the costs that you can think about. So things like if you need to get a designer to design your cover art, are you going to have a production team? Are there going to be hosting fees for your podcast? Yes, there are. What other fees do you need to think about? If you're starting a website to support your podcast assets, there'll be costs associated with that, including hosting fees. There are going to be various costs to start up your podcast. Plan for that, create your budget, tweak your budget as you move through and learn more about the cost. And make sure you've got a strategy to set aside the money that you need to keep momentum on your podcast once you're started and committed to it. 
by now you're probably getting the sense that the planning stage, this pre-launch phase of your podcast is going to take a fair amount of time. You're going to want to allow around three to four months in this runway period, in this planning period. Sounds like a lot, but it's going to fly by as you start working through all of these bits that you need to pull together to bring your podcast to market. There is one other element I'd like you to consider in this planning stage, and that is, of course, your content strategy. In the planning phase, you're going to think about a content plan that's going to cover a pre-launch phase, your launch week, your launch month, and then all of the ongoing content. Are you going to be creating additional content around your podcast episode? Things like blog posts, video snippets, newsletters, and other repurposing of your podcast content. You need to have that strong launch plan in place and ensure that you have time for ongoing promotion of your podcast. There's a few more things I want to cover in today's episode. Obviously, launching a podcast needs a lot of moving parts and things that you need to do, and it would be difficult to cover all of those off in one episode. So today, I want to touch on episode management and distribution of your podcast before we wrap up on today's show. Consistency is key. If you've decided in your planning phase that you're going to release an episode each week or every fortnight or once a month, whatever your release frequency is, it's crucial you keep to that frequency. This is why the planning stage is so important. Your listeners will quickly get to learn when your episodes drop, so don't disappoint them. Your production schedule is going to be your best friend, as is batching content. Batching content is where you set aside blocks of time to complete tasks for your podcast. We step through content batching in episode 17, so I'll link that in today's show notes. Now, thinking about each episode, you're going to want to write a storyboard for each episode. Back in that planning stage, you've listed some titles or some concepts. Just prepare yourself for a really focused recording so you hit the notes of the information that you want to convey in your episode. You're going to write out a storyboard. How you do this could be up to you and your own personal preference. It could be visual with hand-drawn points or a fuller, almost fleshed out script. Think about how you can reference other episodes from your show or other resources for each episode to build audience engagement and value for your audience. Also at this storyboarding stage, you're likely to be writing an SEO-friendly podcast title and thinking about how you can repurpose the content into a blog post or other content that you have in your content strategy plan as well as linking those past and future episodes to the current episode you're recording. You're ready to record your episode now. Set aside regular time in your schedule to record episodes, ideally batching your content as we've just discussed, so you're recording multiple episodes in a day. 
It is not always possible. I try really hard to do this. I have two days a week dedicated to my podcast, but I simply can't always commit to those days. Life's pretty unpredictable at times and things pop up. But if you can batch content most of the time, you're going to be ahead. In your episode management, you're also going to need to plan for show notes. For each podcast episode that you produce, you need to create the show notes which are published on each podcast network. So think about if you open Apple Podcasts or Spotify and you look at that little introduction that provides listeners with the quick overview of the episode. It's useful to include timestamps to relevant parts of the episode to break down further information that you cover. This also adds SEO benefits and provides a way for listeners to access resources mentioned in the episode, plus include any calls to action to encourage engagement and interaction. Then in this individual episode planning, you're thinking about that content strategy. We spoke about that up early in the planning stage, but now you need to get into the nitty gritty of it for each individual episode. Ideally, you'll be creating an episode transcript, perhaps a blog post, social media content such as audiograms, video snippet if you're using video, static content. You should have an RSS feed set up to YouTube so your episodes are automatically populating to there and other platforms. Are you going to send out a newsletter to your subscribers with each podcast episode drop to notify them that you've got a new episode available and encourage them to listen or share details of that episode in Facebook or other groups? Just like planning and recording your podcast takes time, so does the preparation and execution of your content strategy. As a rough guide for me to research plan and record a 20 to 40 minute episode, just a host episode, not a guest episode, plus create all the additional content for social and digital, plus a newsletter, I allow 12 to 15 hours per episode. That's a lot, isn't it? It's pretty confronting number. Now let's think about that across your year. I plan to have 48 episodes a year at a minimum of 12 hours planning and execution time per episode. That's 576 hours a year or 14 and a half weeks. That's time that you need to allocate in your schedule or in your budget to pay someone to complete this work. I think that gives a fairly good insight as to the level of commitment a weekly show takes in my schedule each week. Now, I've just spoken about host episodes. There's some extra things you might want to consider when planning a guest episode. You want to make sure your guests are felt welcome and the discussion that you have in that episode covers off your audience interests, the topics of your podcast. Allow plenty of time to forward schedule your guest episodes. There's a little bit of extra legwork that needs to be done on guest episodes, so the planning and time investment is higher for those episodes. Research your guests so that you're aware of their key strengths, their service offerings, and how they can add value to your audience. 
approach potential guests from your existing network, ask for introductions or referrals, or approach guests directly. Most should be quite delighted to be on your podcast. Create a guide for your guests that covers off the important information and FAQs that they might have about being a guest on your show. You might want to cover off things like what software they need, if anything, any hardware that's needed, for example, a microphone or headphones, timings about the recording and distribution process. So let them know when you're going to provide an episode overview and what sort of questions or topics you'll cover in your episode discussion. The format of the episode, is it audio, is it video? If it's video, will they need to have suitable lighting? Let them know if you need anything specific from them, like a bio, a headshot, confirm their preferred social media or website links. Ask them if they've got a special offer or freebie that they'd like to offer your audience and be sure to include the details of that in the episode and the show notes. So when you're planning those guest episodes in your production schedule, allow some extra time to get your guests sorted and comfortable before you record. The final topic I want to discuss in today's episode is podcast distribution. At the top of the episode, we spoke about setting up a podcast host. Now, if you've got a team, a production team, you're probably going to send the raw audio file over to them and they're going to make all the magic happen. Once each episode is recorded and edited, it does need to be uploaded to your host, complete with your show notes. So that's kind of the final step in the process that we've spoken about in terms of planning and what you need to think about. This can be done yourself if you are self-managing your podcast, but you need to, again, factor in the time. Today's episode really is about the planning elements of your podcast. So you've recorded your podcast, it's all edited. You need to allow enough time to get it edited and uploaded and ready to go live to suit the frequency of the schedule. If you have an external team, they're going to have some deadlines around this. But if you're doing it yourself, of course, you can be far more flexible in this timing. I'm going to finish today's episode by saying that podcasting can be a really rewardable and very, very valuable content creation strategy. Like any new projects, the process might feel unfamiliar and uncomfortable to start. Don't let that deter you though. Once you get into the rhythm, it becomes a familiar part of your content plan. I've included lots of resources for you to start planning the launch of your podcast in the expanded show notes over on the website. You'll find these at thebusinessofinfluence.com forward slash EP22. That's EP22. Thank you for joining me on the podcast this year. I appreciate every listen and every share and every comment that you've passed back to me. I'm going to be taking a short break over the December period, but I'll be back with new episodes every Tuesday from the 2nd of January, 2024. Until then, stay creative.